Section thirteen of the Boys and Girls Pliny, Volume Two, by Pliny the Elder. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by phone. Book Four, Chapter Seven: Panthers and Tigers. The panther and the tiger are nearly the only animals that are remarkable for a skin distinguished by the variety of its spots whereas others have them of a single colour appropriate to each species the lions of syria alone are black the spots of the panther are like small eyes upon a white ground it is said that all quadrupeds are terrified by the fierceness of their aspect for which reason the creature conceals its head and then springs unexpectedly upon its prey it is said by some that the panther has on the shoulder a spot which bears the form of the moon and that like it it regularly increases to full and then diminishes to a crescent at present we apply the general names of varia and pard to all the numerous species of this animal which are very common in africa and syria some writers distinguish the panther as being remarkable for its whiteness and as yet i have not observed any other difference between them there was an ancient decree of the senate which prohibited animals being imported from africa into italy but cnaeus ophidius the tribune of the people procured a law of repealing this which allowed of their being brought over for the games of the circus scorus in his edileship was the first who sent over the party-coloured kind one hundred and fifty in all after which pompey sent four hundred and ten and the late emperor augustus four hundred and twenty the same emperor was the first person who exhibited at rome a tame tiger on a stage this was in the consulship of tubero and fabius maximus at the dedication of the theatre of marcellus on the fourth day before the nuns of may the late emperor claudius exhibited four at one time hyrcania and india produced the tiger an animal of tremendous swiftness a quality which is more especially tested when we deprive it of all its whelps which are always very numerous they are seized by the hunter who lies in wait for them being provided with the fleetest horse he can possibly obtain and which he frequently changes for a fresh one as soon as the female finds her lair empty for the male takes no care whatever of his offspring headlong she darts forth and traces them by the smell her approach is made known by her cries upon which the hunter throws down one of the whelps this she snatches up with her teeth and more swift even under the weight returns to her lair and sets out in pursuit again this she continues to do until the hunter has reached his vessel while the animal vainly vents her fury upon the shore end of section thirteen recording by phone